0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML.
1: In retail, though, uh, the big news today is that Sears Canada is uh, wanting now to obtain court approval to start liquidating all of their stores. Remember the story we carried last week? that said they were going to add another 10 or 12 or something like that stores to the ones that they had already closed down. Well, they're all getting tossed onto the fire now. And uh, that's obviously causing a great deal of angst in the business community and certainly for a number of Sears employees who thought that maybe there was a chance that, uh, that Sears could rise from the ashes like a phoenix. It's not going to happen. It doesn't seem that way anyway. So what are the implications? Let's uh, bring Ian Lee into the conversation from the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University up in Ottawa. Ian, good morning. How are you today?
0: I'm doing just fine. Thanks, Bill.
1: Let me ask you maybe, I, I, the obvious headline here is Sears is closing all its stores. But is, is the headline that we're missing here is that we're witnessing the death of bricks-and-mortar retail in this country?
0: No, um, I think we're seeing the fundamental restructuring of retailing, and that's, I'm not playing with words. Uh, bricks and mortar is going through fundamental transformation, but it is not, I argue very strongly, it is not going to vanish or disappear. What we're seeing is the restructuring and the rebalancing is going to be uh, more... Uh, purchases by you and I and millions of other Canadians and Americans in the States are going to be buying more stuff online but that does not mean that all sales are going to migrate online there's uh, that's what I mean by the rebalancing Mm -hmm. and so stuff that lends itself to buying online and I mean by that stuff you can readily compare um, a computer you know, a Lenovo or an HP or whatever, or a Dell, a certain size of screen, a certain power of processor. It's readily comparable across many, many retailers with the flick of a mouse. Uh, Cameras, uh, electronic goods, generally speaking, uh, that sort of thing is going to, uh, has been migrating steadily and will continue to migrate uh, online. Uh, But I uh, I strongly disagree with those who say, you know, it's going to all all retail is going to migrate. The biggest example, there's two very big examples where they're going to, they are resisting the trend and will continue. One is groceries. And, uh, and I'm a huge retail, uh, buying online. I buy cameras online. I buy, you know, uh, laptops online, electronics online. But I insist on going to the grocery store because, first off, I go, you know, every second day sort of thing. And secondly, I want to see what's on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Use that great line, I want, to, I want to squeeze the oranges. You know, I want to touch the, you know, you're not supposed to, but we all do. And, and so there's that immediate gratification with grocery retailing. Some will go online for people that are shut-ins, people that are disabled, people that are uber, uber busy. But the vast majority of us, I believe, are going to continue to shop in grocery stores. And likewise, high-end clothing. I'm not talking, you know, four pair of socks for four ninety-nine. Uh, $4.99, that sort of thing, it's very commodity-like, you'll buy online, probably. But buying a $500 suit, I just don't believe people are going to buy that online. I want to go into the store, try it on, look in the mirror, et cetera, have them you know, uh, shape it on, on me, uh, and so forth. So there are some products that lend themselves in some sectors that will go to online, and that's the stuff that's very standardized with a standard model number, like an appliance, a washing machine, a dryer, electronic goods. But there's lots of other goods that won't go online because we want to touch it and feel it and squeeze it and so forth. And then the second point, very quickly, Bill, is this is why it's not the death of retailing. retailing uh, retailers are going to have to uh, reinvent their business, and they're going to have to provide the one thing that online can't provide, and that's service. Uh, you know, For those who want just price, low price, low price, well, it's probably online is the way to go. But for those who want customer service from somebody and they want a lot of feedback, uh, You know, on what they should do or shouldn't do, Uh, and I'm thinking I'm doing a Reno right now, and so I go to Home Depot and I go to Lowe's, and you know, and I I value the places that can give me advice on which type of product I should be using. So, although I could theoretically order that online, I don't. I go to the store because I want to talk to the people in the store who can give me advice on on what to do. So, some of our business is going to migrate. Some of these chains are going to disappear. Yes. Sears was, you know, inevitable it was going to go as losing sales for literally over a decade. But it is, and there will be some shopping malls that are going to have to reinvent themselves and reconfigure. But it is not the death of retailing writ large. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.